You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Welcome back to the Evolving Truths Podcast. I'm Alexis Ray, and this beautiful lady is Shannon Day. Hi, Mama. Hi, Alexis. Thanks for calling me beautiful. That was nice. Yeah, girl, you do look beautiful today. Not that you don't look beautiful every day, but you know your hair's did. You got that eyeliner on. I see you. Thanks, Lex. I went for a run this morning around the neighborhood in a couple of weeks. I have an annual tradition of running in the Colfax Marathon with a friend of mine. We vary our distances from participating in the marathon on a relay team or doing a 10 miler. This year we're doing a 5K, but I do not typically run on pavement. And I thought, you know, a couple of weeks out, I should probably go pound it out there a little bit. So yeah, mom, go pound it out there. I'm glad you hit that pavement pounding. You make it too easy. If you would have said something like that, I would have jumped on it. Okay. You make it hard to believe that it's on accident. (laughs) I know you're dying over there and I'm pretty sure you don't put it together that fast because that is a saying that you do normally say, but the timing was (laughs) impeccable. Oh my goodness. And I'd love to say that I do that. On purpose. At any rate, fun little quick neighborhood run this morning before activities. And then, yeah, thought I'd shower and then took a curling iron to my hair. So we get this look that none of you can see, but thanks, Lex, for noticing it. I kind of like it too. You as always look beautiful. How's your day been? I'm continuing to be productive with work. I'm feeling consistent which that's the goal for me. And not just the goal, I'm extremely grateful for days that I feel consistent and I don't have big swings one direction or the other. So productivity, we know I eat that shit up, feeling consistent, feeling happy, just kind of plugging along. I mean, it. I can't say it's not a sludge, you know, or a trudge. <laughs> I can't say it's not a trudge. But You're I'm trudging. Trudging. You're trudging through sledge? Yeah. I'm just trudging right along today. Good job. Thanks. Okay. Discipline. That's what we're here to talk about today. Do you want to tee this up for us? Because I think you were coming to this conversation with a little bit of a different point of view or topic idea. So we're going to blend these things up together and have a good old fashioned living room chat. Thank you, Nicole Smith, for giving us living room chat. I've recently been getting focused back on caring for myself physically and doing things that make me feel good. One of which is consistently running. And when I'm doing those sorts of activities, this is when I get these thoughts. And what I started to think about was this balance between giving ourselves grace and I guess being too easy on ourselves. 
And this mentality of which I don't agree with. So let's put this other end of the spectrum of this no pain, no gain. You got to bust it out all the time. Yes, there might be times and situations in life when when you need to do that. That's the mindset I come from. (laughs) to, To balancing it and recognizing it is okay to give yourself grace when maybe you didn't get up as early as you thought you would, or you're dealing with something and it's come out of the blue maybe hit you harder than you thought it would, or you've been working towards a goal. Let's use drinking, for example. Let's say you're trying not to drink. So you're like, okay, I've gone three days, I've gone five days. And then you hit a day where you consume whatever it is, giving yourself grace in that space to go, okay, think about it. What led to this? What can I do? And then being ready to get going again the next day. To, I guess, that other end of the spectrum. I do want to put a little caveat. This example with drinking, we're talking about instances where you're maybe exploring your sobriety, you're evaluating your relationship with alcohol. We're not necessarily talking about an experience where you have 10 years of sobriety and you relapse what you're supposed to do in those circumstances. Neither one of us has those experiences. So we're just telling you the context that we have. Thank you for sharing that. At the same time, I'm going to throw out though, even if you did have 10 years of sobriety and you hit that spot, still probably going to need to give yourself some grace in that space. You're going to need to think about what led to it. What are you dealing with? And then get yourself back on track with your tools. Yes, I was using that as an example example. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure the context of what our example of experience is, is out there. Thank you. To where we give ourselves too much grace. I guess I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum from the no pain, no gain to, ah, it's okay. I didn't do that. Oh, it's like to the point where we don't do anything. We're not holding ourselves accountable. I'm referring to things that you actually have control over that we can control, not other things that could be an entirely different conversation. I have a lot of thoughts around this. This is tied to that piece of giving ourselves so much grace that we, we don't get out of bed in an hour that we wanted to consistently to get things done that we need to get done. Or we say, I'm not happy in my job and I need to take a class, but it's like, oh, I'm so tired after I've worked all day. We say we want something different or it that could serve us or our families, yet we don't put forth the effort to do that. Does that make sense? Am I making any sense? Yes, girl. Yes, <laughs> it all makes sense. I am just nodding my head along in agreement with you. I feel like I might've just given myself whiplash, mom. (laughs) Like I'm over here just getting so hyped up as you're talking about this because yes, there is a place for grace and space to acknowledge the challenges that you're facing. Whatever success is, is defined by you in your own life. But the only way that you achieve success is by pushing yourself past those limiting thoughts, those limiting beliefs, and the challenges that you're facing. And recognizing that, yes, you need rest. Yes, we all need to give ourselves grace and 
depending on how we were raised, that might be a lesson that we get to learn ourselves as adults and rest is part of grace. Rest is resistance to society telling us this is the way things need to be, or you need to be working harder. This was Shannon at the gym having this conversation with Shannon. Do I want to make some changes on some things in my life? And what am I willing to do to make that happen? While at the same time, respecting what's important to me, what's valuable to me. We do a call every week with a group of amazing women. And one of the women in there was talking about adjusting her schedule and scheduling her morning meetings a little bit later. And as she was talking about that, One of the things that she said was, I refuse to get out of bed before 6.30. And my initial reaction was, hmm, maybe you should adjust that. She continued to talk about it and said, because in the morning, here are the things that I need to do to make sure my day gets started like I'd like it to get started. And it was her personal routine. So one, check yourself, Shannon, like, Let's continue to work on that judgment. And two, what a great example of here's things that I know I need to do to get my day going and holding herself to that. Yeah, that boundary. Yes, holding herself to that, knowing things I've been wanting to accomplish. I've had to start getting up earlier because unlike her was sitting in my bed playing on my phone, like not in accord with my word for the year, my morning activities were not moving me forward. And so this whole thing came about in like this self check for me and something that I heard the other day that I love was I am allergic to average. Oh, girl. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Again, not using what society is saying we need to do, not using what others, when I look at my life and how I'm living it for me and how I would define it, is it average? Is it just okay? Am I okay with that? And if I am, great. But if there is something different that I want, I really like that allergic to average. And I'll say today that's kind of hitting me a little bit because- My throat and my ears and my nose have all been a little bit scratchy and itchy. And I'm thinking I might need to take an allergy pill. Side note, spring has sprung. It is that time of year. Holy cow, mom. You just went into so many amazing things. I went to town jotting down notes from things that you said. So do you think I should start at the most recent when we're talking about average and work our way back up to the resting conversation or do we want to start with talking about resting and work our way down everything you just said to average you get to choose you're leading this part of the discussion now i did my brain dump it's your turn i'm so excited to talk about all of this with you all right let's go we're going to start with average when you said i'm allergic to average And you started talking about looking at our life and what we're doing 
is it producing the results that we want? It really took me back to our last conversation where we were talking about being positive and having the outlook that we have some control over the consequences of our actions. So when you're saying, are the results I'm experiencing in my life right now average or quote unquote, any adjective, amazing or lackluster, what can I take responsibility for and choose to do differently going forward that will hopefully produce a different result for me? And if it doesn't produce the result or outcome that I want, that just means I need to try something different. It doesn't mean that I'm stuck where I'm at and that I failed. Yeah. And when I'm saying average, I'm not talking about... I want a bigger house. Like it could be, I want richer friendships. Mm -hmm. It could be, I want a deeper relationship with my partner. I want to feel better when I'm running. You just said it. Am I happy with the results that I'm getting or where I'm sitting at? And not, again, I feel like we've discussed this on the podcast before of, being okay with the status quo and living a life where we're just going through the motions, that is not evolving truths. I don't want status quo. I haven't achieved the point in my life yet where I feel okay with where I'm at. And I continue to refuse to accept any less than that quality of life because I have thought through the details. I'm talking about the point in my life where I feel emotionally the way I want to feel, where all of my relationships are in somewhat of a balance. And when instances come up that my equilibrium is knocked off, I have the tools to be able to learn what I need to learn and continue to keep living life. So I'm allergic to average. Is this really what I want? That was the question that I wrote down. And then the other thing that I did write down, and you've already touched on this, but we're the sum of the six people that surround us. So at the same time that we're taking accountability for the actions that have put us in the circumstance or status of life that we're experiencing, in my opinion, as we're starting to make our own changes it's very likely that we might experience changes within our friend group as well. Because as we pivot and evolve and grow, it's not a guarantee that everyone is going to come along with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like dynamics of the friendships might change. A what you bit. have in common might change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I just want to circle back to you saying that you filtered your morning habits of what you feel like you had kind of gotten into a routine of doing, sleeping in, playing on your phone. What was that name of that game again? Match 3D. Yeah. You were spending a lot of time on Match 3D and the fact that you- Still play it. Oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. You were able to filter what you were doing and how you were feeling, the habits you were getting into a routine with through your word for the year. What was that experience like for you? Was it a one day thing where you're just like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to start? Or was it a gradual thing that you've been working on this? I'm just really curious as to what that was like. Probably kind of gradual. Yet I tend to be a, when I'm in, I'm in. 
sort of individual, which can both serve me positively and negatively, because if I go with when I'm in, I'm in, then if I do something that didn't fit with the plan, I guess, like if my workout was an hour and I only had 15 minutes for whatever reason, then I'm like, well, then I'm just not going to do it. Like skip this day. So really working on that mindset too. Not sure if that totally answers the question or goes with this. I think it does. But at the end of the week, I get a report from my phone that tells me how many hours I've been on my phone. And one week, it was a little bit mind-blowing to see how much time I spent playing that game. Right. But then we tell ourselves we don't have a time to go to the gym for an hour, or we don't have 20 minutes to read, or we don't have 30 minutes to go for a walk, or we don't have meal prep. Yes. Like I need to go get fast food because I don't have time to meal prep. Yet sitting right there in front of me was you spent this many hours last week playing that game. I'm also balancing that with some grace because I just went through the loss of my grandma and some things happening in the family and some dynamics. So I do recognize that emotionally I was in a space I would say I probably even was a little bit depressed in that space. That was how I was choosing to use my time. So then seeing something that made it like, I mean, that's black and white. Like that is, this is how many hours you spent. And me taking a minute to say, is this what I want to keep doing? Is this moving me forward? And so having that conversation with myself and deciding to make a change. Another saying I recently heard and like is don't dwell, do. Mm, That's powerful. So basically I was like, sure, I can either sit here and keep dwelling on these things that are not that great right now and going to be hard and what the next few weeks are going to look like in this space. I can dwell on feeling like this while at the same time loving playing this game or I can do. I know these things aren't moving me forward. Providing grace where I needed it, then doing an honest self-reflection. And if I would have said, no, I actually am totally fine here. Yes, this is where I want to be right now or need to be. Then I could have done that. But in my case, that wasn't. And so going to the do. So what am I going to do? And I think that is sort of this balance between giving ourselves grace and being too easy on ourselves to that thought of discipline and not discipline in a negative way, but it's making a choice. It's making a decision to do something now that is going to move me forward. To me, that's a positive thing. It's not a negative thing when thinking about it in that context. Oof, mama, today you are on fire. I'm over here. We got to fan these flames. You're cute. Okay. So from what you just said, what I'm pulling out of that is getting extremely honest with ourselves. like And you- having tools to help you do that if you need to, right? If, totally. if I didn't get that report from the phone and pay attention to it, I honestly would have no clue except for days that I sit for hours and hours. But I really wouldn't have a clue of how much time I spent. 
So getting tools that help you with that self-honesty if necessary. We have a certain threshold of tolerance. I'm okay with everything that's going on as is. And then there's going to come a moment in time when some experience is drastic enough, significant enough, impactful enough, purposeful enough that we're inspired, forced to, or educated enough to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So not only were you honest with yourself, but your weekly report about your screen time was your reason for this change. It was your catalyst. Mm -hmm. And for some people, you know, for me coming from the other end of the spectrum where I was the no pain, no gain, if I'm sick, bleeding or puking, I'm still going to accomplish what I have to accomplish, brings me to the other side of the spectrum where my reason enough was my body started breaking down and I've had to integrate more grace and space, more forgiveness for myself for being human. What an odd thing to think we have to forgive ourselves for. Ugh. I've had to forgive myself for not meeting my own expectations in so many things in life. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to another point that I was pulling out of everything that you were saying. Like, thanks for bringing this topic, mom, because I am loving it. I am eating it up right now. Rest being part of the cycle of success. And it's not grace and space for whatever you are experiencing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like I view rest in alignment with the power and the pause, right? So you're getting Mm -hmm. recharged, you're getting restful rest where you're not criticizing yourself for needing a break. You're wintering basically. And then you're gonna emerge out of this and do what you need to do because you're recharged, you're refocused, your tank is full. Versus to me, grace and space is the place where we're giving ourselves that forgiveness for maybe not living up to our own expectations or for not having the outcome that we would have hoped for or for something that just straight up kicked your cat and, you know, made your day shitty. I think rest now from my experience in life coming from that no pain, no gain mindset is it's part of the cycle of what is sustainable and consistent, which we've talked about so much. And it's it's rejuvenating. Resting could be considered discipline, disciplining yourself enough to say, yes, you can have rest. Yes, walk away from screens, walk away from work, get outside. However it is you are resting, that is part of the cycle. It's putting that in your routine. It's a consistent piece of what you're doing and helps you move forward. And sometimes moving forward could be sustaining where you are. If that's where you need to be right now, then be there. Again, my thought around this was really balancing, getting lackadaisical maybe in our thoughts or attitudes. I think it's when we let ourselves live in that space and it becomes more of a reason to not hold ourselves accountable for outcomes in our life, right? Like, (laughs) oh, I'm so busy emotionally processing X. Okay, emotionally process away. And at the same time, there's just going to have to come a day 
or a reason for you to be ready to take that next step. You have to be willing to accept those catalysts into your life. And sometimes it might just be you wake up one day and you decide I'm going to be different today. I wanted to add to this, as far as discipline goes, discipline does not mean you push through the rest. If your body is screaming for a day off, if your mind is screaming for a mental health day, if your system is begging for a vacation, it's not a discipline to push through it and not address whatever your system is calling for. That's harmful self-sabotage and will lead to no positive outcome. Trust me, I've done it and I'm paying the price for it with my health. But consistency and the grace and space to rest appropriately as part of the cycle for sustainability and success is what the ultimate goal is. And I guess that for me is what really changed in my mindset around what I understood discipline to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like how you just expanded on that. I feel like this was a pretty full conversation. I do have one other thing before we wrap this up. And that is when it comes down to things that are in your control, it is a choice as to when you start. You mentioned the grace and space and it eventually just becoming a barrier to getting started. And I took that piece as tying into the accountability for ourselves. Like it becomes a reason that we're not holding ourselves accountable to attain this thing that we tell ourselves we can't have. But the choice is yours. There's no one else that can make things different for you in your life except for you. Right. Commitment is a choice. Yes. You taught me that. So who knows what other things might come to my mind as I'm at the gym. I love that. I hope you keep bringing so many more things because this is so fun. I'm really grateful that you brought this topic up. If you have a story about pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, about feeling like you were living too long inside of a certain boundary or comfort zone and what it took to get a kickstart in your life, please reach out to us through the website evolvingtruthspodcast.com. If mom and I are your cup of tea, please leave a five-star rating on whatever platform you are listening Follow the show so you never miss an episode. If you feel like someone would take something away or resonate with our conversations, please send them the episode. Please send them the link to our show because we would love to continue to grow this. Bam, bam. Yes. The Evolving Truths, bam, bam. (laughs) But in the meantime, we will be back next week. Until then, please remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis and the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.